Hi, Fashion Hotline. Hi, after this long winter, my family needs a style pick-me-up for spring. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, spring's first big sale is on now. Pick up fresh styles for the family from just $5, 10 and $15. With tees and tanks from 5 bucks, kids' shorts from 10 bucks, and jeans from 15 bucks. Whoa, styles from just 5 bucks? That's right. Plus, get 50% off swimwear and buy online and pick up in-store for free today. Now that's a real pick-me-up. Get to Old Navy and OldNavy.com now for spring styles from 5 10 and 15 bucks. About 318 to 326 in-stores. Select styles only. Excludes licensed and in-store clearance. Hey, I'm Alan McGuire. Oh, I'm Sarah Griffin. And I'm Alan Tom. And this is the Juvenalia Christmas Smalltacular <laughs> 2018. <laughs> Smalltacular. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about Christmassy things. Yeah, Christmas. A variety of small Christmas things. Yeah. Are they ephemera? No, because they're things that happen every year. Forget it. <laughs> Traditions. Yeah. Things Thanks. that stuck around. Things that were lovely when we were small and still make us feel lovely now. Yes. Mm. Which is a very, very specific way of describing Juvenilia as an entire concept. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, actually. Yeah. I okay. like that we're doing a small tacular this year. The spectacular was Whopper, but it's mm-hmm. really nice to have a family affair this time. Yeah. 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 Um, the spectacular takes more organisation than I'm capable of these days. Yeah, oh, that's as real. in I set up a Facebook event and invited every previous guest we'd had, and whoever oh. apl- said yes, I said, "Come on in, get in here." And then I forgot to tell them that they had to leave afterwards. So everybody just stayed. <laughs> there was about fifteen people sitting on each other's laps. Uh, I got very warm and tired. I was like a little yeah. baby by the end. I was like, "I'm really to sleep." Now. I was so hungover. <laughs> oh my god, you had oh to take a lie gosh. down. Yeah, I had a nap table. under the table yeah. before we started. I feel like I got so delirious that we I ended up making really inappropriate Karen Carpenter jokes. Like it just all went off. Oh, chain. like yeah. stuff happens when you're in a small room and you're comfortable with people in it. This is what this is. This is why offices and Christmas parties are oh. a <laughs> running nightmare tradition for everyone. That <laughs> yeah. was the closest that we had come. Yeah, as, a, as an enterprise. It was a microcosm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just like, like shared mania. <laughs> if, if there had been alcohol, it would have been God. a disaster. Oh no! Yeah, there would be there. No, I feel like no. we only drank on one podcast. We you? did. We had wine on the one last year. Oh, we did. That's right. Did we? we brought we brought red wine. Mm. Aww. It was really nice. We had it out of mugs. Yeah. We have a chocolate orange this time, though. Yeah, and I've already eaten a few chunks. Yeah. I'm getting involved in it. Even though there's palm oil in it, so we're all bad people. Oh, my God. Global warming. Sorry, ruining everything. No, I know. But maybe we should take time out to petition and email every company that uses everything. Like that could be a full time job. <laughs> it's almost as if for some people it is a full time job. <laughs> Literally, activism is a full time job. Full-time job. I don't know. It's not. It's yeah. In case you may or may not have guessed, it's not Christmas while we are together. No. But it. Uh, we're we're recording from the past and speaking to you in the present. Yeah. So it is. It is not quite uh, Christmas. But remember it is. that week about two months ago when everybody was freaked out about climate change and forgot about it again. <laughs> That's this week. That's this week right now. Yeah. And I'm in the horrors, feeling bad about <laughs> yeah. myself. No, I'm yeah. shook right now. Hi, welcome to the resentful vegan. My name is Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel real bad about myself. <laughs> so that's where we are in in time and history. But yeah. we're going to talk about festive things to and try and so forget. will not be vegan. That we're talking about like chocolate. Mm-hmm. Hang on, that's... chocolate. Oh my god, of course it isn't. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I was there, I was thinking, I've been thinking about eggs all morning, man. <laughs> and I fucking didn't even think, oh yeah, actually dairy milk, operative word. <laughs> <It's not> milk. <laughs> milk, yeah. <laughs> That's a nightmare. Okay, Sarah, start us off. What's okay. the best present you ever got that you didn't talk about on last year's podcast? 
<laughs> so not your N64. <sighs> I love the N64. No, my best, um, and I'm I'm not going to pull the fucking deep memeing Furby bullshit because the Furby story actually is lovely that my aunt used to work in the butchers in Roach's stores in town and she knew a couple of girls downstairs in the toy department in Roach's and they put a Furby behind the counter for me that year and uh, if you really want to get in dick on the Furby fucking fandom terminology yeah. it's a barn owl Furby so it has a really lovely um sort of uh, grey uh, tabbyish fur on its side yeah. and a pink be- not a pink belly sorry a, a like white belly and green eyes uh, like, no sorry it, it's it's a, a church mouse is the is the colourway of oh the Furby God. that I had why do I know that tell us more Furby stuff because I yeah. have no guys I can't even get into the whole Furby fandom situation I'm excited because I thought it was pure irony but it oh, no, seems it's not. to me that you're I'm extremely in there yeah, yeah. like I I have you know how Twitter gives you anxiety? Yeah. Furby Tumblr cures that anxiety because it's just a bunch of sweet kids collecting Furbies and talking about them and occasionally homebrewing them and making them look different. It's I'm showing beautiful. Sarah a picture. Is this, is this a Furby? Oh, no. My friend Steph had that one. Yeah. She had the pink tummy and mine had a white tummy. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. a little bit, that's kind yeah. of a squishier one. I feel like that's a bootleg. Oh, oh wow. Uh, yeah, show no. me a bootleg Furby. Sarah knew, okay. There's a, huge, there's a huge, oh, yeah, see yeah. Bit. there's a huge bootleg community as well. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> a community of people who build Furbies out of um, other things called the odd body community. So um, that's where the long Furby comes from. Mm-hmm. The one that I post every day and I think about, oh, <laughs> I think about him all the time. I'm going to need to really um, explore this. You need to come to hell with me, Ellen. <laughs> like I really want to. Because I spend... Honestly, for every heart palpitation and uh, depressive episode that Twitter gives me, Furby Tumblr cures it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that all started maybe in 1998, I want to say, when I got that lovely Furby. And uh, my friend Steph had one and we used to make them talk to each other and it was a simpler time. They were the first artificial intelligence available to the general public. Um, that is they so cool are to think about. largely benign. They're very sweet little creatures. Um, they were kind of post-Tamagotchi, I guess. So mm, they, uh, they were like the next logical evolution in how we brought AI or some sort of a... Um, a robot presence into our homes. I think they're really interesting culturally as a object and how we, of course, the way that we would get used to weird robots in our homes is by giving them big bobbly eyes and yeah, like, them look like cute Disney things. And they, yeah. and they yeah. are, you know, I feel like it's a very easy irony thing to be like, yeah, but they're real creepy. They're, you know, serious creepy, Brendan. So yeah. like, <laughs> shut up, Brendan. <laughs> Furbies are fucking grand. So yeah, I was really, I, I know that there was a huge family operation behind getting a Furby from me when I was that age, which I actually still think is so cool that aunts and my nana and like people hustling and like g- gals who worked in the yeah. road stores toy department hooked up with my auntie who worked in the butchers. Like yeah. there was this saga to get me. And I thought that that was a really gorgeous thing to do for a child, for a family mm. to kind of band together. And you do see it happening every year. But I suppose uh, consumer culture has everyone a bit more intensely get getting like Hatchimals, whatever the fuck it is every year. But like back then, and finding out that my family had kind of gone to those lengths of organisation to hook me up meant an awful lot. Uh, aside from that, there was a... Um, do you guys remember Puppy in My Pockets? Oh, yeah. do I? Right? <laughs> boy, do I. Duh, those little boys. Tiny puppos, right? Tiny... You, I did put them in my pocket. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I did the intended use. <laughs> Just carry them around on your person. Yeah, oh yeah, my dungarees. You're I'm doing really like, this. <laughs> Now I'm doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had a hotel. 
it was a pink plastic uh, situation. Um, I'm, d- I'm kind of going to demonstrate my hands, which is not very useful to those listening. Um, and it had a cardboard face that you could pull down and on the inside, all the- it was like a doll's house effectively, but in that gorgeous 90s, bright, candied looking pink. I have it here. Uh, it looks do you have incredible. It here? It I'm going to put these pictures on Instagram. Yeah. It is. is inc- the guy? Uh, that is the guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, there yeah. was a bone yeah. slide that went from the roof into the bathroom and I had a little like awning on top. It was sort of a bit the way that the clam shell poly pocket houses opened so it was just mm. like this situation and it came with puppies and I actually don't think Santa brought that to me I think it was my uncle Jer who's had it sent up to the house he's my godfather so uh, I, I extremely didn't expect it because it wouldn't mm-hmm. have been on the Santa list Yeah, and I had a few puppies in my pockets because I don't know if you remember this other 90s children um Kellogg's used to give them away in cornflakes and rice krispies. You there was like a limited set, maybe five puppos that you used to get in the bottom of the box. So exciting! So do you remember how exciting that I was? I miss cereals choice Jesus. so much. <laughs> I don't I, care that babies eat them. I am like, I am this close to ordering the Casper the Friendly Ghost Loan the dark stickers off of eBay that I missed out on because I think they were in shreddies or something that I wasn't allowed to eat because I had too much sugar in it. And everyone I fucking knew had stuff covered in these Casper the Friendly Ghost Loan the dark uh, Kellogg stickers. And I didn't have them but I am a grown woman with a bank account and I can spend six euro on those if I want to Alan yes you can <laughs> I think that you really should like yeah. I think yeah. it's Im- imperative that you actually do like you're snapping your fucking macbook open and be like bam it's Casper yeah you I know I used to be really precious like, about putting stickers on my macbook and now it's covered because oh, life, so life is so short life is so short technology is so like feeble like put put the sticker put on the, the sticker laptop. on the thing yeah. but uh, with these puppy my pocket boys we had a couple of them that had come free with cereal but then the hotel came with a few more and you could get like little packs of them so I had a small menagerie effectively that lived in this plastic hotel and I fucking loved it it's effectively a doll's house but like with dogs with doggos right oh I didn't have a dog dogs were terrifying in the 90s no fucking no fucking pugs in Kilbarrick, lads. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no cute little fucking Shih Tzu boyos. Like, nothing adorable. They were all big, haggard. People let their dogs out by themselves a lot yeah, more than they were. Yeah, they they definitely really did. I was terrified of them growing up. Um, and there was still white dog shit then. There was. It's just that they put in the dog foods. I think they put, like, oh, I can't remember. Some, like, uh, Charcoal or something Jesus. weird in dog food. Well, it, I, I am also wondering with global warming how I'm going to feed my cat because my cat isn't going to be a fucking vegan. No. Is he? It's a cat. It's a cat. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I was frightened of real dogs uh, when I was a child because all the dogs around me were terrifying. Now I think they're great. Um, but back then I was scared of them. But these little boyos, um, oh, they were just very pleasing, you know? So that mm. was mine. So I, I would say a good one. from Furby to the Puppy in My Pocket Hotel, those were really special. And I held on to them. For, I feel like they're still in my mom's attic. Yeah, they're nice and relaxing guys I just rubbed my eyes and I have eyeliner on and I forgot so <laughs> it looks um, great I'll fix it later anyway it it's very courtly love it's wicked it's oh, not yeah. Alan it's not very courtly love no. to be good the, you, your, your, your wings are still very pointy okay well I'll fix yeah. that later that's yeah, fine you know yeah, yeah. and it kind of just flakes off anyway that's not nothing to do it's not very Christmassy just needed to acknowledge it before you were like, your eyes look weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and listeners, <laughs> let me make a really mean, unnecessary remark about your physical appearance. When have I ever done yeah. that? No. 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 Yeah, that's not normal human behavior. <laughs> Tell us about your present. Um, um, I have a couple. So one was, we didn't have a CD player in my house until I was like eight. And that was a, my mom got us like a stereo, you know, the ones with the handles. Mm-hmm. Was it blue? It was blue. It was a bush one. Yes. Yeah. Argos catalog. Real. Totally had one. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I, she also got us um, 
well, like I kind of took ownership of it, but she got us a CD of um, dance and techno songs called Big Tunes 2000. <laughs> and it was a double album. And I actually, I made a Spotify playlist because I couldn't find the track listing. Um, and like at home, so I found it online and then I made a playlist. So mm. I'll give you examples of some of the artists that oh are my God, I'm ready. on this. Where is it? I'm just going to, sorry, I'm scrolling it through. Big Tunes 2000, where are you? I re-downloaded Spotify onto my phone after oh, yeah. four months of no Spotify. It's exciting. Mm. Music's, music's, um, Mu- right. music's good again. Yeah, it happens. Okay. Okay, go for it. So, um, Fill Me In by Craig David. No Pure way. Shores by All Saints, The Time of the Day by Maloko, um, Rewind by Afro Dodger, Two Times by Anne Lee, which is a bop, Eiffel 65, Mambo number five, <gasps> like William Orbit, Sash, what? Alice DJ, like it was very much of, of a time. time. Basement yeah. Jack's Moby. <gasps> and it does seem like every dance song you know came, like, or, that we know came out in 2000. Yeah, like that's what made me really start liking dance mm. music and electronic music because I was really obsessed with that album. And like all my siblings still kind of love that kind of music too mm. because we all listen to it all the time. Yeah. And then another good present was my uncle. We do a family Chris Kindle on my mom's side where we don't all get loads of presents from the aunts and uncles. We just get one kind of good one from everyone on that side. And I think it was Christmas like 2001 or something. I got uh, my uncle Thomas got me for the Chris Kindle and he got me a really big fucking heavy Dorling Kindersey fact finder book that was about 500 pages oh my God. so it was basically like I was very curious and read a lot and I wanted to know about everything and I used to like borrow books from the library about you know animals and space and stuff but this book was amazing it was like a directory of everything that's ever happened ever so there'd be like a page on tigers and other mammals and then a page on you know American history and then the human body and like a diagram of the digestive system it was just like everything ever and I used I to read like it I have seen these books they're, they're like mm. illustrated really beautifully and they're and laid out in a really particular way oh my god it's yeah. there's always a lot of timelines on the pages mm-hmm. so like there'll be like an intro page and then at the top it's like start of the ancient Roman Empire and then it goes down to the fall and it was just the best thing I was just so excited and so happy to have it and I still love it and I never want anything bad to happen to it it was like because I didn't have the internet till I was like 14 in my house so I think I take for granted now how much knowledge I can get from things really easily from a pocket item that I have whereas that book was like all I had for a really long time it was among other books you should start an Instagram again to it you should take pictures of your favorite pages oh and my God, start like a throwback so smart. because I bet so many people had that book and had that very same experience of just oh. like it was incredible. Like, like how yeah. awe-inspiring it is to open yeah. something up and be like, I can ask this book a question and it will yeah. kind of give me an answer. Mm-hmm. Now we have that in our pockets because we're spoiled out of our brains. Yes. But back then it was very, very powerful. Like, oh, and, it was amazing. And even in the early internet, we wouldn't have used the internet like that. You no, know, it would have been... there wasn't really the same search engine no. functionality. I still have a diary somewhere of all of the exact detailed web addresses of the message boards I used to visit because there, there wasn't no. the, mm. a, the... The function. The search engine thing wasn't really the way... Yeah, there was... What was the one before Google? Ask yeah. Jeeves. Yeah. Yes. Used to be, yeah. That was yeah. only used to be just a list of websites. Yeah. It used to be an actual directory. Like a phone book. Or yeah. Ask Jeeves is what we used to have. Like, you'd you would click in by category and yeah. go humor and it would bring you up Mr. T8, uh. my balls and oh. Bert is evil and all your base are belong to us and you just go, haha, I clicked on that now. See, because when I started using the internet it was like, 
I used it in my my aunt had the internet when I was like ten, and she I think Google had been that was like two thousand two, so it was mm. definitely by then. But I remember like uh, when my went to my friend's house and she had the internet because her brothers used it. It was it was like very much. She had like an old gateway computer, mm. you know, with the cow the cow sign. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, like it's. That was an amazing present. I really liked it. I also got a weird kind of computer thing called a Cybeco that didn't really take off in, in Ireland at all. But I loved like technology and computers and stuff. And I, it was like a, a palm pilot for kids with games and shit on it. I feel like I can see that. Yeah. It was really ugly and it had about. an aerial and like there was supposed to be like messaging functionality and everything, but like no one else I knew had one. <laughs> oh no. So it was just very much like me being like, hey, look at this cool thing. And everyone was like, that looks weird and old. <laughs> but I thought it was great. It made me feel like I was like in the future. Jetson's, Jetson's realness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're probably my two ones that I think about a lot. Also, once um, when I was like 16, I got an electric toothbrush and I was really sad because I was expecting like something cool and then it was an electric toothbrush. But now looking back, I'm like, that was, I was quite rude about that. That was a good present. So sorry to my mom. <laughs> um, what about you? Um, actually, first, just on what you said, uh, when we were on the Disney cruise mm-hmm. uh, earlier on the year, we had a like a music table quiz. Yeah. And the quiz master played one song and said, "I know that song because it was on the first CD I ever bought, Hits '96," and that was the first CD I ever got too. <gasps> Whoa! And I shouted up, "That was the first CD I ever got!" And he just looked at me like, "Yeah," and and I was Ugh. so annoyed. Oh. Was like that was perfect interaction opportunity, my guy. <laughs> and you you, you spoiled friends. it. Fun, yeah. heartwarming time. That he wishes. But that H ninety six was a banger. It was he had Wonderwall, had Common People, had Queer by Garbage, it had um, uh, Boom 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 by the Out Here Brothers, it had um, oh, yeah. Who the Fuck Is Alice by Smokey featuring Roy Chubby Brown, <laughs> which was very good, and it was very. Good. That's the first place I ever heard Common People, which is like one of my favorite songs of all time now. Yeah. Compilation yeah. CDs are really good that way for that yeah. time. The, especially like on now CDs, right? The start of CD two always has all the indie stuff. Yes, mm. it's just yeah. tucked away all the songs you might actually want to listen to if you're not a pop person. Mm-hmm. You have to find them. Uh, my presents that I liked. Um, I got the bridge from Star Trek: The Next Generation when I was like eleven. Like the actual bridge. The like actual the bridge tip- playset. Oh wow! Yeah, it was about the size of. Two Easter egg boxes. So a Barbie, a couldn't, a Barbie couldn't hang out there, like smaller. Yeah, the action yeah. figures were like you know wrestling action figure size. Okay, so could yeah, a puppy okay. in my pocket feasibly hang out on the bridge? Yes, yes. actually, I awesome. said they could. Awesome. Yeah, space yeah. puppy. Yeah, just for, so you, just for scale. I have here. no sisters yeah. though, so what I have ah. for male toys. <laughs> toys uh, for boys. There's two yeah. kinds of toys because that's how gender works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think I mentioned this before. I only had um, treat. The only Star Trek Next Generation action figures you could get in Waterford were in Quinsworth and they had a very small range. Or else someone else had bought all the good ones before. So all there was was Picard, Geordie LaForge and Deanna Troy. Which is not a natural storytelling unit. No. If you know anything about Star Trek Next but Generation. Your own, but your own ability to tell those stories surely has to surpass it. I did not have that ability. No. I was like, oh God, I don't know what to do with this. Um, so you just turn on and then you could press a button and a Romulan ship would appear on the screen and fire at them. Uh, that's amazing. It's amazing, yeah. And then uh, I'd be like, okay. I think I'm done. Oh. But um, I was so jealous of Polly Pockets because there was no... Oh, they were Because they looked cool. But then there was, this, there was a Star Trek Next Generation Polly Pocket type thing where oh. it was like a tricorder or phaser would open out into a playset. That's mm. amazing. What a combo. So I asked for that one Christmas. But Santa obviously misunderstood and got me an actual like tricorder instead that was like you could like just scan things with. Oh. And I was like, but I have no imagination. I needed the playset. <laughs> <laughs> And I've nobody to play. This I is need a structure. Set. This is a prop. I can't. I've nobody Aww. nerd friends to play with with this. So that was an, that was that was like the worst one. I think I was really a super pumped out about it. 
Oh. I remember being like depressed, depressed. Did it make you realize you're like, oh, I am really the only nerd in the, the vicinity right now? Oh, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I knew that a lot. I said I never let yeah. you fucking forget it, man. <laughs> no. Yeah. Real. It was a rough and tumble housing estate. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was... We were, we were actually the nerd street. You know, maybe sometimes there's just one street on an estate where all the nerds live. All that was our street. Are, yeah. 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 Oh, well. So that was me. I think... You know, I oh, she was the best one? present I ever got. Yeah, go on. Caroline got me got it for me. She started buying me pajamas Aww. every year. Oh my god! I'm like, oh shit, yeah. yeah. Lounge pants. Oh my god! Oh, well, what kind of fabrics are we talking about? We're talking flannels. Oh. There's also some they get softer as long as you, the longer you have them, yeah. the better they get. The more you love them, the more they love you back. <laughs> got a nice jersey pair last year. Oh, oh yeah, cool. Good. Yeah, they get bobbly if you're not careful. But yeah. like, bobbles are kind of you can kind of roll with bobbles. Yeah, it depends on like how dense they get. Sometimes they get annoying. Other times they're just fluffy. Mm. It's complicated. Yeah, so it's a life changer. So I used to like when the dogs used to wake up and I used to go down to my used to just like get dressed into jeans. And then, oh, well. you know Come that, to the soft <laughs> world with you, us. You know that you know that Daniel Orper tweet about how weird it is to relax in jeans and a belt? That's that's what I do. I don't, I don't when I come up for work, I don't get changed. I just sit down on the sofa in jeans and a belt. Forgive and yourself, Alan. For the oh my I'm like, god. I'm the weird person from the Daniel Orper tweet. No. I get yeah. I get unjeaned. <laughs> like as soon as I get in like I'm unbuttoning my jeans as I get off the bus I'm pretty sure I'm actually going to do it right now because I'm sitting for way too long uh, I hope my, my goals in, to, are to live in a world where I don't have to wear jeans ever again to be totally honest with you uh, they're oppressive and lounge pants are fucking outstanding I was wearing sweatpants for two weeks in work there a while ago because I have no rules <laughs> um, and I can say it did improve the, my quality of life mm. significantly oh yeah completely being comfortable like not being uh, infringed upon by denim. It's like wearing a sports bra instead of a real bra. Oh, it's amazing. Bras are fucking criminal. But I do know that not everyone's in a position to wear a sports bra that fits them as I well. That's fair. I'm not, and, I, and I'm not. So I, yeah. I just, I, I, it's a, it's a utopia that I do not exist in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. soft fabrics are truly the I best gift. I'm believe. so glad she did that for I know. you. I've, yeah. I mean, I have very nice jersey shorts now that I do change but it sometimes. How long do you? sit down on like a couch in jeans <laughs> or <And> belt. <laughs> jeans time yourself Alan we need, we need a chart I, well, mean, I, need, like, I need like hours I need a, like when you get home like do you chill for like three hours in jeans oh more I would say no like five that's, hours maybe so unkind yeah. to yourself I'm actually really like I'm so glad that she got, she she brought lounge pants to your life I find yeah. jeans very comfortable because I used to wear like work pants for a long time Oh, so jeans okay. are better than that. So, yeah. then so it can't I, be soft. So I would come home and change into jeans from work. From work pants change into jeans? Jeans and a belt, yes. You put a belt on to hang out at home? My brain is trying yeah. to leave my body. Because <laughs> they just, they feel, they don't feel right without a belt on. Pajamas. <laughs> Pajamas, Alan. It's the funniest thing. Oh my God, I just can't. I, I When I was freelancing for a year, if I had to get work done, I would put jeans on. If I had a deadline, but I would mm. never like. No, that's I fully mince around the house in my pajamas. Or yeah, in my most dress of the time I'd be in my pajamas, and then I start feeling very mentally weird. I have the most aggressively <laughs> <laughs> complicated array of night and loungewear. By day in public, I dress like a fucking dystopian peasant in black, <laughs> black soft fabric. The second I get home, I'm just like, okay, this is a blood red velvet jumpsuit that's uh, designed for sleeping in and I'm going to wear it with these fucking huge rabbit slippers. Fuck you all. Like, 
it's it's so soft. The softer, the softer, the bigger, the better. And the nice thing is that sometimes extremely deluxe fabrics are mm-hmm. also very soft. Yes, it's a lot of bullshit velvet, a lot of like fucking satin nonsense. So soft. I would recommend a satin pajama experience because oh, you will never look back. Yes. Have you ever bought the fluffy socks from Pennies? Really oh yeah, Caroline bought me fluffy socks good, as well. Good. Yeah, I live in fluffy socks. Okay, I'm glad because I just I wanted you to have at least some kind of kindness. Yeah, and I have yeah. I have like good booties as well. Booties. Oh, I yes. used to have SpongeBob slippers that were each slipper was sponge was a full oh, SpongeBob. Wow. I don't like slippers. They were like pillows. Sorry, well, hold on. No. Excuse me now. <laughs> I just don't like them. I'm I learning a lot like... about her. Sounds like a real family Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gonna get real shouty There's real like quick. Throwing glasses, Jerry at the wall. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like. I get enough comfiness from like sometimes I wear like really fluffy socks or I, okay. like my dad's old pairs of hiking socks that are really oh. thick or those socks that are like fleecy on the inside but woolly on the outside. That's kind of a slipper. That's kind of a slipper but yeah. I don't like the slipper shoes because I'm like I don't want to wear any shoe in my house. You just I don't want to be encumbered by a shoe. That's true. See, sometimes a sock is too encasing yeah. but you do still want to be a little bit covered. So introducing slippers. No, but I hate slippers. the slipper noise as well. <laughs> I hate the like slap slap. They're like I don't What I kind don't. of slippers Are you wearing man No you, you know flip-flops? the ones That are like you Are you wearing your... the The flip flop boys Yeah I... no, no 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 no, no. Boots, no Boots Boot experiences Yeah I have I am a owner Of a great many slippers I'm like getting into, Getting real into my soft clothes <laughs> But this is experience. like Winter discussion So it's relevant It's very important uh, I I gotta tell you man The boot Boot slippers Are, are they your preferred one Uh Mm, okay. really good, a really good pair at the moment that I got in Primark for three British pounds oh, wow. that are grey uh, fur with a little cat face oh that's cute gold embroidery yeah. on them and I enjoy them I have another one that are kind of like a little socklet that are baby blue and one has a moon and one has a star on them and I like them a lot and um I think my bo- my booty ones from last year have kind of been eviscerated by overwear so they have to go yeah. but they were very good they're pennies and they were very, they're all pennies like oh my well, they're all pennies. It's always pennies. Uh, but if I go into pennies and I'm just kind of having a nose around, I will find a way to leave with a little pair of slippers. With a little pair of slippers. Because I never want to be in a position in my life where you're not where I do not have something to hand like that. I will carry them in my backpack. I have a pair from my office. I love a pair of slippers. Like soft, soft footy experiences. I'm telling you this. See, I also don't wear proper shoes or high heels. I don't ever wear runners because, again, I live in a world with no rules. So um, I wouldn't wear heels. I don't want to be six foot walking around the place. Do you know sometimes I, mean? I do. I sometimes I want to be scary. Oh yeah, yeah. If I want to frighten people, and I not, do sometimes. Yeah. Yes. I want to just be like, I am yeah. a giant Amazon. Yeah. Like I'm gonna stand on your neck. But yeah, like that's maybe like twice a year. <laughs> so <laughs> the rest of the time, it's sneakers or slippers. Yes. And um, every Christmas, this is actually a nice Christmassy thing. My mom gets me, her, and my sister matching pajamas. That's really cute. Nice. Christmas so pajamas cute. are such a nice thing. I think it's a really common thing where, like, even my mom now, where like, I get presents from other people. It's just a good. Everyone knows what they want from the season, and it's to be mm. cozy. That's mm-hmm. the goal of Christmas to me is to be cozy. And it doesn't make me feel old that I'm like I would like a really. I have also got loads of dressing gowns and kimonos. I am extremely big believer in a silk kimono. Um, but I my ma got me a fucking great uh, pink dressing gown a couple of years ago with hearts on it, and I really appreciate it. There's big pockets. It's yeah. very soft. I have another one with flowers on it as well. So now if one's in the wash, I can wear the other one. Again, you're never caught on the hop. Never caught on the hop without something cozy to get into. Mm-hmm. Do you know? I got Ke- oh Jesus Christ! I got Kerry one one year, and um, it has a bit. When we lived in the states, he had a big blue one. I got him a real big like Cookie Monster blue one. It yeah. was gorgeous, right? And we had to leave it behind because we didn't pack in space. Mm-hmm. And um, 
when we moved home. So I got him one in pennies and I didn't unfold it when I bought it. It's beautiful grey, um, sort of flocked wintry fabric with a big hood. I was like, oh, you know, it's got a real big yeah. Jedi hood. And it is fully like a mini skirt on him. Now, <laughs> it's meant to be, it's meant to be kind of like a bit of a slutty dressing gown. Yeah. Uh, and God love me, some pins on him, so it's grand. But uh, there was definitely a moment of, oh, oh, it's one of those dressing gowns. It's a total like Zap Brannigan dressing gown. Oh, it absolutely is a Zap dressing gown. Oh my God. I like it even more now. <laughs> um, so I enjoy it, it uh, but it definitely doesn't quite have the um, full body cocoon effect yes. that some of my yeah. dressing gowns might have. God love Oh them. my God, Zap Brannigan. I have a nice big black one with a big hood and it makes I feel like a bear in it. Mm. That's good. Like you want to feel like, you want to feel like yeah. that, man. Yeah. Like you want to feel cozy. You want to hibernate as much as you can in mm. a capitalist society. Like you in fucking, small ways. Small <laughs> pleasures in the yeah. fucking hell matrix. Yeah. That's what I'm about. Like I'm not mad on the onesie as a construct largely. I'm because, too tall for them usually. See, generally I am, but I, I, I have a, I got one good one in pennies about three years ago that is a vampire bat and it has wings that you can wrap around yourself like a molgot and oh a blanket <laughs> so I enjoyed that but I did buy it in a size that's a bit too small so again it's borderline the like is am I trying to be a sexy bat here <laughs> yeah. I can't really wear it um, normally I, I, I don't like the onesies that they do because they're all like white and pink and if I'm yeah. in a onesie I'm probably going to and I'm on the couch I'm going to spill something on myself yeah like You're, it's going to be brown because of tea because of tea yeah. mm. or like chocolate or yeah. something I'm going to wreck that like and a cute little unicorn onesie can go very quickly to a very sad unicorn onesie if you spill tea all over it yeah because right? stuff like that just doesn't Grubby. come out of that kind of fabric really like it's, oh, no. there's a remnant of it left all the time and that fabric goes south so quick anyway yeah that you really want to have a kind of a, a, a trustworthy colour there so, I love a black one uh, well the, the vampire bat one is black yeah um, I also carry one Christmas got me um, a giant um, a giant one uh, of a octopus that has eight tentacles yes. and like little mittens that goes over my hands yes. and the hood has a little octopus face on it uh, and it's, it has pockets uh, and it's very good. It's very, incredible. very good. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely only winter though because it's like wearing a fucking, like it's so heavy. It's so heavy. But uh, like it's sleeping it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I great. love sleeping in jumpers in winter at Christmas. Oh, I, ha- I love sleeping in jumpers like my nana knitted me. I just get in. The heat's on. I'm like, it's still cold. <laughs> it's cold me bones. Cold then me I wake bones. up and I'm like, I'm not. Just, I'm just going to wear this outfit until the next day. I'm just going to like those weird days between Christmas. What day. did you call them? The wilderland days? You said you called them the, 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 you called the them wilderness days. Wilderness between, days. Like, yeah. Where you're like, I don't know what time is. I'm just walking around the house putting sweets in my pocket yeah eating them like at (laughs) incremental time finding like toffee coins in your pocket from the quality street like these aren't even ones I like that much but they're here and it's Christmas baby (laughs) this is what we're doing just taking things out of small bowls yeah just eating out of small bowls opening the fridge closing it opening it again yeah Taking Man. something you don't really want, but it's there. It's all about. And then you like, see the tub of cream. Right? Is there something I could put some cream on right now? <laughs> and you're fully looking at like looking at the turkey, looking at the stuff, and trying to talk yourself right. out of putting the cream on it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, I I love getting like low key given out to a little bit at home. We're just like Sarah, stop eating that. I'm like, no, it's Christmas. <laughs> I'm allowed. And I love the the lawlessness of that. Oh, it's crazy. You know, like the sudden, and even when you're little, the permission that you get. Like my mum used to put those, and I maintain that the nicest chocolate in the world 
I say this with deep sorrow, given that I'm not going to be able to eat chocolate now that I have to be a vegan because the world is ending. But uh, the dairy milk uh, Christmas decorations that they hang on the tree, the little square ones that come wrapped in foil and are um, done up like presents mm. and they have the little golden string that makes them like a Christmas decoration and they come in like a flat pack. A bit like and It's kind of reminiscent of the... Uh, advent calendar but yeah. isn't quite but it's like a flat pack and you get them in, in the sweet section and my ma and my nana actually rulesy rulesy women wouldn't let me have any or my sister have any of the Cadbury's Christmas decorations on the tree until Christmas day so you are in full self-restraint mode until like I fully would be like fistful of tree chocolate before I came <laughs> here any presents I'd just be like give me that give me that now because that is the nicest chocolate mm. seasonal dairy milk is nicer than year round dairy milk yeah like easter egg chocolate stunning it's mm. very like easter egg chocolate yeah. like it's got it's different. something it's else different. and I don't know what that is no I, I think it's like that it's really flat and thin Maybe I it's don't know the way it's presented to you. Yeah, but the ones on the tree to be—they actually kind of are quite robust. They yeah. to be fairly thick little lads. Like they're like a good. I find that the Easter egg chocolate is the closest to, um, like a Freddo. If you're looking for an all year round, mm. yeah, it's a close. But I still think that Christmas and Easter is better than year round Capri. You're definitely right about that. There's something, and especially those little tree lads, and like, uh, uh, no, they didn't do this when I was a kid. But when Katie came along, and I remember I've actually got gorgeous memories of my sister, who was now taller than me. But when she was very, very small, she used to be like she actually looked like a children's book character. She's the most beautiful child. Like I look like a potato, and Kate <laughs> uh, was like blonde and had more eye than face. She kind of still does. Mm. But um, there was one Christmas morning where I think I was post Santa. She was definitely like seven years younger than me, a toddler, like, and um, one of my parents had left a. Uh, pathway of gold Marks and Spencer's coins do you know them mm-hmm. down the stairs so, so I was old enough to witness my baby sister who would have been four or five fully experiencing the magic of Santa Claus has left these golden chocolates on the mm-hmm. stairs leading towards that the presents so nice. and I, I will never forget that yeah. Like and she's walking down the stairs a bit wonky because she's a small child picking up every single one and putting them in her little hands and in her little like onesie pockets and like not rushing like enjo- no. like like fully immersed in how magical it was and for a moment thinking now that is actually so co- that's cool that's that what you cool. do it for yeah that's what you hear from people who have kids even though because I remember finding out we should do a content warning about Santa <laughs> but like boy. I was so sad and. But now I'm like, you know what? It's so worth it. Like, I don't regret yeah. it. Like, it's it's such a nice thing to be able to experience and to give a, a kid that feeling. It must be so fun. And, and it's also important. The heartbreak is important as well. Yeah, the realisation the realization that not everything is, is as it seems or as it was. Like, that, that betrayal and the realisation there's no tooth fairy, there's no Santa, sorry lads. Uh, those realisations are also, re- they, they're the first tragedies of living in the world. Mm-hmm. And they're the easiest tragedies for you to ever undertake. Yeah. It's like buying a child a goldfish to give them an understanding of death. You tell children about Santa and the tooth fairy to give them an understanding of of, of mythology and of the power of, of illusion when you're a child. Yeah. I, I think it is rotten but it's also at the same time a really important class it's a, it's, it's first cut is the deepest right but before <laughs> yeah. the first cut it's yeah. class it's so good Ugh. it's so good like Loved leaving it. out the biscuits and the carrots and fucking so like cool. a little can just waiting leaving, yeah leaving little, usually. like yeah a little tin whatever's yeah. going in the house you know whatever was on special yeah whatever was going <laughs> my parents aren't drinkers at all no, but there would same. always miraculously be a can yeah. for Santa mm. You know, I like, always remember like seeing people's parents buying like slabs of cans for Christmas and stuff, and like 
we would get like a six pack and some wine and that would be it and it wouldn't even be fully gone like it's just not really in we're my a booze, house we're a boozier house now because me and my sister will just be like we're having mulled wine and my, 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 my hates the smell of mulled wine but me and my really? sister will be like no no we're doing it we'll just sit there drinking we're doing the mulling mother <laughs> <laughs> it's our time you just turn in unison I love it too it's so good I was on ASOS today and I saw they're after doing this is like my weakness they're after doing um, mulled wine flavoured bath salts and I was sitting there looking at them going do you know when you're like (laughs) 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 I want to put that in my mouth (laughs) I'm not I'd like to eat it I don't want to bathe in it next have a mulled wine candle this year as well I was in next year the other day they also have a gingerbread diffuser Oh wow Which Caroline will not let me buy oh, But I'm definitely getting 11 weeks of gingerbread in my house I'm not allowed to have diffusers Because the last time we had one I got really upset Because we put it near the radiator And it smelled really strongly And I called the gas man Because hot we had a gas leak <laughs> Oh <laughs> And me and Kerry stood outside in the rain Holding Mo for 45 minutes While Mo lost his reason Because I was like There's a gas leak There's a gas leak There's a gas leak it was a reed diffuser that was next <laughs> that was next to the radiator oil. so I'm not allowed to have reed diffusers in my house anymore because I'm an idiot that's, that's quite fair to be <laughs> yeah. honest truly stupid candles I'm allowed to have though self-inflicted yeah <laughs> I had a pumpkin spice latte today oh, did how you? was it it was really really nice I only ever had my first one like a few weeks ago and I don't drink regular milk I don't like dairy so I got it without milk it was so good it was so tasty mm. I've never had one have you not we didn't. We got they Starbucks in Waterford last year, so. Whoa. Oh, you should we have, have one. Because you like. Yeah. You should. Yeah. You should go. Yeah, you should get one. They just taste like candles, tasty mm. candles. Yeah, tasty candles, cozy chimes. I maybe have one a year, and I kind of meditate on, it and I really, really enjoy it. Yeah. I read a terrifying article this week. <laughs> this week <laughs> about how they're the they're the. Uh, the sign of the age of decadence so the, every in every every empire has like three or four different stages and the final stage the fall of before of the fallen empire yeah. is like the last days of Rome is best exemplified by things like the pumpkin spice latte and Deliveroo and shit like that yeah. and I started feeling really bad about the PSL but it is I just I, as a person who has battled my entire life with not eating soap I feel like the PSL the PSL is way up there on the I'm allowed to eat soap yeah Uh, and milk is disgusting so it does taste better with like fake milks yeah yeah so it's just because you're not eating it for the milk yeah you're eating it for the soap I'm ready to take the next step. I'm ready for a university that will help me advance in my education and career. A university that will make me feel supported and connected. I'm ready for ODU Online. Click this ad or go to online.odu.edu today. Hey you, tired of turning on the television and feeling like there's nothing there for you? Yeah. Tired of reading the newspapers, seeing the same old pale and stale opinions? Oh god, yes. Well, we have just the political podcast for you. The Sus is the political podcast for the locked out generation, available on the Headstuff Network. Hey, we should do a candle check. What good candles have you smelled this year? Oh. Okay. I bought a candle. Um... It's not like a spawn or anything. It's just a really nice candle. It's like a, a lemon verbena candle. or It's like a... I'll have to look it up. It's by Celtic Candles anyway. And it just smells like mm. lemons, but it's not like acrid lemony. Ooh. It's really like um, a toned down warm lemoniness. And it's really nice. So I'm going to look up what the name of it is called. If anyone wants to talk about other candles. So I can tell you what it's... Carrie got me a rose one. Uh, mm. Recently, from Ooh, like well, how does that from burn? fresh, uh, slowly, yeah, slowly, and um, it doesn't look very. It's very pink plasticky, and the mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's fully a supermarket candle. Like at this mm-hmm. point, I don't have time to be sniffing candles at the moment, sadly. Yeah, um, and um, God love him, I came home and it was burning, and I was like, the house smells like flowers. Um, 
this is perfect fresh uh, the supermarket up the road he just picked it up with the shopping and it was That's purple on the great. bottom and pink on the top and it smelled like rose and it made our house smell nicer and then I went to Tesco and I bought because we used that up very quickly I went and I bought another rose one that has two little wicks in it oh good but I feel like the way it's burning down is really ugly do you know, sometimes candles sink into themselves, like into a crater. It's not cute. So oh, yeah, it's a bit of a, to yeah, that's at. what we get for a fiver. Like it does have that nice rose smell. It's not as nice as the one from Fresh. I haven't had a minute to go. My candle of the year, uh, every year, <laughs> is uh, the little boyos from Muji. They come in a little silvery oh, stop tin. Stop it, they're so cheap. I'm they're good. so cheap. Yeah. And there's, there's an elderflower one and there's a lavender one and they're really simple and they're really, really nice. They're like, they're not complex mm. but uh, or overwhelming. The Hinoki and, uh, wood smell one of that yeah, it's is gorgeous. So nice. It's gorgeous. Uh, so I haven't had time to go to Muji in a minute, but hot damn, I'll be buying some pens and candles next time. How about you, Alan? What's your candle of the year? Um, I fired up my juniper and pine one, pine wood oh, one yesterday. I love juniper. You always great. go for such um distinguished. I like woody smells. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Outdoorsy. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's what I like. Um, you want to be a bear. I yeah, don't want to be a bear. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the furry now, Alan? <laughs> <laughs> but when I was in Sephora last month, um, they had this oh. range and it was like all specific times and place candles. Like what? a street in Barcelona in 1994 or a jazz club in New York in 2006. Chorizo, tobacco. <laughs> yeah. But Amazing. they all like, like, oh yeah, okay, I can smell that. There were basically like variations on like cotton and tobacco and stuff, but it was yeah. like really refined versions of those and I can't remember the name of it but they're in Sephora and they had a big stand and they smelled that's cool they're all like, like 1971 bedroom in Rome kind of no, how did they do that bedroom. research how did I think they, it was like one person do they have like a smell person. team yeah I, I want to be on that yeah. I want to be an artisanal they have a TARDIS can, a cha- yeah. Chandler yeah. A ch- that's what they're called yes. the person who makes candles an artisanal person <laughs> who does that artisanal Chandler like I would I, I would like to do that I feel like again small pleasures in the hell vortex candles yeah. are fucking great that is actually the downside there are no downsides to not working from home working from home is a nightmare but working in an office like an adult means I can't just have a candle on my desk yeah because yeah. I'm in a library and libraries are full of paper and I'm not you being don't that wanna, you don't want to be the one who and I, that, I, I fucking know? would be yeah. of course I'd be the person I'd be like person. oh well I mean you were the person who called the gas company for your diffuser yeah so. I'm also very <laughs> diligent right <laughs> Spot in danger at all times. Yes. Is there anything small that you get every year for Christmas? Like any tiny little, like like Christmas stocking stocking thing? Yeah. Is there anything that recurs Christmas? Um, Christmas Me and Carolyn always put uh, the the MS gold coins in each other's socks. Oh, that's And also a lint Santa. It also always goes in the sock as well. Lint is inte- Lint is like a commitment chocolate, man. Yeah. That's yeah. an intense chocolatey experience. It feels like if you could sculpt Nutella, it's very hazily. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's yeah. Intense. Sometimes I eat it and I'm like, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> it's too much. My but heart rate's I don't going stop. up. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't have any boundaries no. <laughs> or anything. Yeah. How about you? Have you got any recurring I bits? I do. I'm trying to think. Probably. Um, I usually just get like polos for some reason. I don't huh. know why like I get like weird like polos or like fruit pastilles just like they're the sweets that come up mm-hmm. sometimes I get um, like I remember everybody's really getting like gel pens a couple of times like the scented mm-hmm. ones that I really liked and I a lot of the time will get like a toothbrush just a mm-hmm. nice toothbrush which I love I love one of my favourite things in life is buying a new toothbrush oh my god it's decadent being an adult means you can do it whenever you want but you know what as well now I'm like okay maybe I should use an, like a toothbrush do I need a bamboo toothbrush? Oh my god, no shit. We also have to give up nice toothbrushes. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But like, you know what? I would like 
the CEOs of Exxon Mobil to to uh, do it first. To do it first. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I feel anyway. really sad about toothbrushes because I will fully buy myself a new toothbrush every two weeks because I feel like it. Or if I'm going travelling, I'll be like, if I'm going away for work, I'm like, oh, it's a work trip, new toothbrush. Because the, <laughs> the, the raw violence. I'm not like a real soft washy person. Yeah. I would wash myself with sandpaper if I could. Oh, I like so. to exfoliate to the max till it like gets down to like bone level. Mm, mm. And yeah. Christmas is a real good time for that business. My, my dad oh, yeah. um, always gets me and Get my sister soap and glory things. Yes. So, uh, which I recently discovered that I can just buy all year. <laughs> I'm real happy about it. I am like so happy so happy about it also my mom knew that I was really overwhelmed at work recently and got me loads of soap and glory things and made me a little zippy bag um, at her sewing machine That's and like stuff peak mom stuff oh it's fucking yeah. extreme excellent mom mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. but uh, the smell then of soap and glory really reminds me of Christmas because it's just become that's more more recent it is very Christmassy and they do a yeah. banger of a gift set every year and bergamot is the smell that makes rose and bergamot is the smell that makes the soap and glory stuff is so distinctive so when really? I'm when next I go hunting for a candle mm-hmm. I'll be looking, looking for, for rose and rose and virgin but that's a recent tradition um, we have me and my sister have stockings and I'll tell you there's a really particular kind of box of Smarties now I know Smarties regularly come in long tubes however if you cast your mind back even a little bit maybe like fucking 11 years a bit smaller than a paperback sized right I'm not doing hand signals this isn't helpful for listeners so um a box of Smarties, not a tube. Yeah. And it'd be like, if you hold your finger and your thumb like a little pointer, like a little gun, yeah. right? And then you do your other one like that and you turn it into a little box, like okay. a little square shape. Like that is the kind of oh, yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. about it's about kind of an inch thick. Mm-hmm. It's like a little box. I'm trying to describe like a box. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to describe a box. The box. Yeah. Like how you get milk does in? No, but it's kind of more, it's smaller and, and chunkier. Yeah, 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 like a kind of a baby cereal box size. <gasps> oh, okay. And I the Smarties yeah. would then come in like, they wouldn't come in plastic. They'd come in that kind of... um almost baking paper style yes. package you mm-hmm. know and then it'd be full of this is back when Smarties were like able to taste like sweets instead of sadness or whatever the fuck healthy vegan bullshit they're trying to make me do for the rest of my life healthy Smarties <laughs> that they have to give to kids now because sugar's bad for them and hmm. um, Back when Smarties were actually terrible for you and therefore more exciting, they used to come in these particular boxes and me and my sister's Christmas stockings would almost without fail have um, this brick yeah. of Smarties. So, you know, you, you, you feel the Christmas stocking like there's some bits in here. There would be a brick. And you'd be like, yep. You fucking know that she is. That's that good shit, you know? I love drinking Smarties. I love those. Oh, just knocking them yeah, back. Yeah, like the little small birthday party The wee boxes. Yeah. I'd, like eat them like shots as a child. <laughs> I would like, do that now. I yeah. haven't had them in ages. Or you know, like they were—they don't make them anymore. But a few years ago, mini M and M's were really big, and there was like little tearaway packets. I'd be like, God, I know God. the very one. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. I can't have—I can't have M and M's, but I have a bit of a dippy. Like, I've kind of, you know, everyone has one drink that they kind of are like, I probably shouldn't. That like sambuca made me throw up, or yeah. like can't really drink tequila. You know, you have a no-no drink. My kind of no-no, no-no sweet, sweet, a little bit. Now I can have, I can kind of do low dose dosage but when my when I was very little my dad went to Brussels at work and um, he brought me back a tube yeah. of peanut M&M's which I ate all of and oh. immediately vomited okay. that's a visceral experience it was because you know your parents are always like if you eat too much chocolate you're going to be sick and you're like mm. I'm nine I'm indestructible fuck you I've never thrown up I've t- cars <laughs> make me throw up uh, bright lights make me throw up sometimes not food <laughs> not Leave me alone especially not sweets yeah I am I am mostly made of sweets. I'm nine. I'm a professional sweet eater. Yeah, that's literally all I think about yeah. all day. I'm a nine-year-old. Yeah. And of course, one day, 
they did make me sick. They conquered you. So there was the, it was the peanut M&M's. So oh, I can't sad. go near. Yeah, no, that's completely no. fair. I, yeah. th- and that, that's fucking more than half my life ago. That's like. a broad expanse of human experience that's cut off to you as well though. Because there's so yeah. many types of M&M's now. See, I look at them sometimes because yeah. I know they have all the American ones now and they're all real designed and they have this whole like canon of M&M fucking people and shit. And oh, like fucking Evor stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bring up more. Happy Christmas, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, I guess it is more actually. Yeah, uh, but I know that they've they've expanded the M M&M and M universe, and every time I'm in London, I walk by the M M&M and M shop, and I'm like, that's up where hell shelf. is. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to go in there. No. that is my hell. Uh, I can have a few little regular M and M's, but I can't have any of the ones with stuff inside them, or I probably have a. She likes reaction. crispy boys. I'm not gonna find out. Oh, too no, scared. that's fair. Yeah, uh, too scared. I, they're like a different. They're like they're not a safe solid chocolate. I understand. No, there's there's something in them, and I feel like it's just I I can't I can't. And uh, the other cool thing about being an adult and Christmas is now you do not have to regulate your selection box eating. Yes, you can just sit down and experience it like a bento box. You just it's eat it. Incredible. Bit by bit. It's. They What's have gotten favorite? worse. Do you, yeah, they are. They're worse. I always liked, I used to like Galaxy in my teen years, mm. but I don't know why it was like a teen chocolate bar. I just really like Galaxy. But now I think Galaxy is like, Cadbury is what I'm gravitating towards. Yeah, Gabri- G- Galaxy feels very samey. I feel like all it the is. Galaxy yeah. chocolate is Galaxy chocolate, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and then Whereas there's this caramel in one of them. Yeah, mm. yeah, and, and they're like, fucking galaxy caramel's pretty good, man. Oh yeah, oh, with a cup like, of tea. Yeah, get out of here. that's your that's your cup of tea, pal, right? Yeah. But if you've got a selection box, mm-hmm. you don't want to have everything tasting the same. And I do think the Cadbury's, like we were saying earlier about how some of the sweets for different times of year do taste different. I think that there is nuance within even the worst selection box by Cadbury. Yeah, mm. completely. Like you nowhere else you'll get a curly whirly with some buttons, and then the best, the best kind of Cadbury chocolate like in a bar form is the ones that they that I used to work in news agents and people used to buy them for little kids they're really thin oh just yeah just like thin just dairy milk of dairy yeah. milk yeah yeah, yeah. no that's so amazing yeah. yeah god you know what I would love Cadbury if you're listening hello Cadbury which you're not no um, but what would be the perfect selection box is if they did one that covered all of the seasons. So if they did, am I talking outside of my face again? I'm sorry. Look, I'm ASMR now. I'm talking into your other ear. (laughs) Welcome to the resentful vegan. (laughs) Um, I think. You're on the other side of it. Oh my God, I'm a a broken person. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. I think the best selection box would be if Cadbury, if you're listening, Cadbury, took a piece of their seasonal chocolate and distributed it at, at Christmas as sort of like a year so let's say instead of being a square box it was like a round box that looked like a four seasons on a clock so maybe there was a spring section where they would have like a cream egg and a few Cadbury's mini eggs and then you would get to like the summer section where they did whatever the fuck they do in the <coughs> summer and there was an autumn section where they did scream eggs I just want more cream eggs in general sorry basically yeah. that's what I'm trying to say to you and then there was a winter section with like snowballs which are amazing yeah, so you, you know you know what I mean or if, so if they had like the four seasons of Cadbury yes yes yes. I effectively want the, I, I want to I want to stop time <laughs> I, would I want like it all that. second of all I would like that selection box I would like both of those powers do you know stopping time and and that and particular selection box, selection yeah. box. Yeah. because yeah. I feel like it would be super, and I mean like I would never really 
go into a shop and think I will have a curly whirly because they just are slimming world food right that's what they are oh, they're they more air than they're they're very low sin they're actually I have I have eaten many of them in my day and I therefore hate them now so uh, they're dull I'm sorry Alan fudge is garbage um, fudge is the best so, mm. yeah Alan we should give Alan his okay. the floor okay Here's what's I'm good so fucked Fudge has the best mouthfeel of all any selection box oh, chocolate. False. It's true. It's like yum, and then a bit of it. Hmm. <laughs> no, you know? I, can, I actually know exactly what you're talking about, and I yeah. hate it even more now. I don't like <laughs> no. that's a mouthfeel. I, 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 I don't like. I don't like real fudge. I just like Cadbury's fudge. I love real fudge. Cadbury's fudge real fudge is, is not fudge. too much and a bit bit cloying, but Cadbury's fudge is just. I, and we've had this because you like fucking Dolly mixtures. I do. I like little bland. Soft marzipan chew bullshit. marzipan. I fucking Fuck love marzipan. marzipan man. I love no, marzipan. marzipan. That's no. my texture. That's my umami. No, yeah. Oh, it kind of is like umami. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah, what that. I like. A fudge to me is like you are giving someone the you're, like someone came over unexpectedly for tea and you're fucking combing your house for something and you find a dust covered fudge on the top of your fridge and you're like, See, fudge? To, to me, that's a chomp. Oh, Chomp chomps are also nothing. lame. Yeah, yeah. they're Chomp. nothing. See, I like Chomp. They remind me of being small and getting them in ho- at Halloween. They're too chewy for me. I love a chewy challenge chocolate chunk. <laughs> <laughs> and alliteration. <laughs> uh, I also hate those. Whoa, I'm having this. Because I was going to say, I also hate double decker. And then I double realized. Are like a... But I realized then I've gone through the entire current Cadbury selection box and the only thing I like is buttons. Hmm. There's only ever 10 in the bag as well. So the only thing I like out of con- the current Cadbury selection box is 10 buttons. 10 buttons. Mm-hmm. And everything else is lame. And that is really, really sad. That's sad. Yeah. I, Even the I big ones, though, they have yeah. a crunchy. What do you think of those? Oh, man. I, I love, love crunchies. Crunchies are yeah. daily. I like, I made honeycomb at home um, a while ago and it is so easy. Um, Does and it look like oh, crunchy? Kinda, it might be vegan. Um, and uh, it is amazing. It's like it's a, it's like a, it's like a, a, a experiment, a science thing. You put it in a pot. Yeah. And you just put in a load of golden syrup. Yeah. And then you put in, uh, you boil it up and then you put in baking, uh, is it baking soda or something else? Some, one of those magic powdery those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it goes, and it turns into foam and then you pour it into a pan, you put it in the fridge and then it comes out and it's honeycomb. That's a really, really bad explanation. No, but, but that's please so Google cool. It. I've never really understood how people make it at home. So that gives it's me so way more. Easy. They do it on MasterChef sometimes. And you, I'm sure there's a really yeah. cool YouTube video of it, but I, I, I have done it successfully at home. That's and cool. it is, uh, it's a lovely thing to give people as well. Oh my God, like, put it in a little jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah no, if you went to a dinner party and some the host brought out homemade honeycomb, you would lose your shit. Be like, hi, Nigella. Yeah, how's it like, going? This is yeah. much better than what I was expecting. Thank you so it's much. Incredible. So yeah. the crunchy is a really. It's actually I think homemade homemade honeycomb is nicer than crunchy honeycomb. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. more robust. But crunchy honeycomb is outstanding. So okay, so I do I do take it back. I I like two things out of the current yeah. selection. How did double decker end up in a selection box? Had to go somewhere. It's, should, it's, supposed, Cad- it's like Cadbury's selection boxes should be like sound. classics. That they're like, you know? we need to include Double Decker. He's really mad. And he's well, new guys. He got really thrown nice. out of college. And yeah. So need to give, give him something to do. Like, there's a lot going on in there, really. I, I got a... Um, no, none of it could. I got a... I, I, collect, <laughs> I collect chocolate spread because... Um, That's fantastic. I don't know why I still do it. But I have um, I have many different kinds of chocolate spreads in my home. The tahini one is really nice. <gasps> I will is say it? that. I'm a nice tahini. I've you get it in Lidl. I'm that up and being yeah. kind of scared to make the move. It's really, really nice. It's okay. really complicated. But I do have a Double Decker one. And uh, it, it is nicer than Double Decker. Because hmm. so, it's like a better yeah. presentation of what it's made of. Yeah, because it's got it like crispy bits. It's got a bit. It's got like it, the way a panda spread would have like a, a like a, a swirl, swirl of, yeah. of, of nougat and a swirl of chocolate, and then um, it's it's. I mean, it's good. Yeah. Like it's not quite as nothing will ever really beat Nutella on Vienna roll, 
that I actually mm. don't believe in Nutella in any other context other than on white bread either. I mean, yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like fuck off with yourself or your Nutella cakes. Like get away with me. It belongs on bread. Um, also, it has palm oil in it, and we shouldn't eat it because the planet's dying. But whatever. Um, we won't eat it anymore. Um, we'll just think about it sadly. <laughs> uh, but the and Cadbury's chocolate doesn't really fit well. I think in that form, the spreadable really form. It's a solid chocolate to melt yeah. with a hot drink. It's not a, a spread. Not a spread. No. But the double decker spread really does do something interesting. I would recommend that over okay. your garden variety mm. double decker, which is exhausting. It's just a lot of <laughs> chewing for a little payoff, in, in my opinion. That's true. Do you know what I yeah. mean? So what we're saying is, Cabri, get your shit together. Yeah. And send us things as well. Yeah. yeah. Please, send us hot. things. Like money. Yeah. Yeah, I'd actually like money. I can buy whatever I want. I might just buy kale. <laughs> just send us uh, like all for one cards well, one 20 euro card. each come yeah. on I promise I'll spend them at a co-op or something yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just buy like a bunch of seasonal gourds seasonal gourds I'll buy so much tofu there yeah. you go there you go alright I think that's juvenile 2018 yeah done oh, Merry Christmas Merry Christmas everybody Happy hey everybody talk about things you're doing presently and in the future uh, Ellen chilling chilling um, yeah I just working away like I don't have anything to plug I okay except Myself, I don't know. Follow okay. Ellen on Twitter. She's gas. Get yeah. over there. Incog Ellen. Incog Ellen at Twitter dot com. Uh, I'm online sometimes, not as much as I was before because it's weird for my brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You only hang out on Furby Tumblr now. Oh, well, from now on, <laughs> Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like heaven. It is actually. It really is. Sarah, what you got? Uh, oh my God! If it is December two thousand and eighteen, which it is, things are probably very strange and about to get stranger and at the moment the only thing that I can say to you is please um, buy my next book which is called Other Words for Smoke and comes out in April 2018 pre-orders are probably open and pre-orders make a massive difference it's a retelling of no it's not a retelling of anything it's a I gotta stop saying it is it's not it's a haunted house story set in Dublin it's about three generations of queer witches in a house that's really bad um, and my other novel is called Spare and Vampires um, which is actually a retelling of Frankenstein kind of but it's about the internet and prayer and bodies. Uh, I have other things that are probably in the world and happening by then, by the time you're listening to this. Um, and if you want to find out what they are, follow me on Twitter at Grifsky. I mostly post pictures of other people's Furbies from it's really a lot. There, there, there are so many kinds. I have so much to learn. It's oh. a rich world. It's, it's a rich world. <laughs> How about you, Al? What are you up to? Um, I do this. Yeah. Uh, also, Roast Chestnuts is happening at the <gasps> moment. Yeah. That's my other Christmas podcast with Gene Sutton. Christmas so we've got time. like, by the time you hear this, nine out of ten episodes of season two will be out. Oh my God. So go listen to those. I'd probably start doing stand up again soon, I guess. If yeah. I do that, come see me. And I'm Alan underscore McGuire everywhere. Everywhere. So that's me. And that's us. Yeah. yeah. Happy. Juvenalia underscore pod. Happy yes. Happy New Year. Thank you yeah. to D. Oh, it's, oh it's, we may as well do our outro now rather than doing it later. Yeah. So yeah. thank you to Dean McDonald for our artwork still Dear three years amazing. in. Please do me a jumper, a pink jumper with Juvenalia on it. Thank you, D. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> do me a jumper. Thank you to the Headstop Podcast Network for continuing to host us. Yeah, your ever increasing, ever more futuristic, beautiful office. Yeah, uh, very blue now. Yeah, very blue. Go listen to some other Headstop podcasts. Yeah, such as Paddy wants no Brexit because that's going to be a big thing in 2019. Oh God, or, double love as well. Oh yeah, always double love. Those gals are amazing. Yeah, and our good friends at Mother Folklore. Always yes. good. Um, Learn Irish only in a way that doesn't make you feel upset. Yeah. yeah. How in an inclusive, positive manner. Oh, subscribe, review. Yeah, um, review. Tweet like, about tweet. this. Yeah, tell a mate. Tell a mate to listen to Tell us. your friends to listen to like a more structured episode than this one. 
Yeah. But do tell them just to shoot an alien. This is yeah. this episode. This I had a lovely tell time. Tell them to okay, do right, what they want and not to base their decisions on what you say, Alan. But also take a picture All of right. a cool Christmas present that you've gotten in the past yeah. and put it up on Twitter and let us know what it is. I'd because, really like to see it. Yeah, because you guys are really sound and any of our listeners that we've met by and large have been incredibly fucking lovely, yeah, lovely people. Really so please holler. Let us know uh, so a joy. your favourite Christmassy things. Yeah. Or like films that you like. Christmassy yeah. things and bits. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Jingle, jingle, jingle. jingle. <laughs> HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.